0: What do you want to be when you grow up? It's a question we've heard since we were kids, and it's helped us to dream at an early age. But have you ever heard someone tell you you can't possibly fulfill that dream? That you're meant to stay at home, raise children, and just be there for your spouse as he or she does the work? Environmental activist Ed Shell, a young woman, has... This was something her Facebook friend posted, saying any religious girl would know that this was her place in life. Unfortunately, millions of girls and young women see posts like this one every day. Posts that can cause them to believe in things that would limit their potential. Posts that can keep them from doing something great with their lives. Posts that can kill their dreams. I'm Tresha Aquino, Puma Podcast. In today's episode of Teka let's talk about how online disinformation and misinformation affect the lives, learning, and leadership of girls. 7 out of 10 girls have never been taught how to spot false information online, either at school or by their family. That's according to Plan International, a development and humanitarian organization. They advance children's rights and equality for girls. They recently released this year's State of the World's Girls Report, titled The Truth Gap, where they surveyed over 26,000 girls in 26 countries. Their findings, that majority of girls aren't taught how to spot falsehoods online, are particularly concerning now that we're in the middle of a pandemic. With so much fake information on COVID-19,
1: girls don't know what to believe anymore, who to trust, and where to
0: find the truth. And they're really left on their own to manage. That was Mona Mariano, the gender specialist of Plan International in the Philippines. The lack of digital media literacy is even more troubling given that girls turn to the internet to seek information on topics that are otherwise taboo, like sex and sexuality. Every day, girls and young women online
1: are bombarded with lies and stereotypes about their bodies, who they are, and how they should behave. The images and videos they see are manipulated to objectify and shame them. False information and stereotyping online affects our girls' mental health. The internet shapes their opinions about themselves, the issues they care about, In the world around them. It's very vital that girls can see the vast array of possibilities and futures, not just a narrow view of what's expected of them. When girls are trying to learn about their bodies, their sexual and mental health, COVID-19 and the issues that they care about, false information online greatly limits their potential. The truth is crucial for girls to make safe decisions, to have power and control over their
0: lives. Over the past few weeks, we've also learned how Facebook in particular harms girls. Worse, the company knew this. Listen to this line from one of the documents leaked to the Wall Street Journal by whistleblower Frances Haugen. Quote: One in five teens say that Instagram makes them feel worse about themselves. End quote. These internal Facebook documents cite a teen girl from the US as saying, quote, I've had to stop myself looking at Instagram in the morning because it has so much power to shape how I feel, end quote. Instagram is owned by Facebook. They also cite a teen girl from the UK as saying, quote, The reason why our generation is so messed up and has higher anxiety and depression than our parents is because we have to deal with social media. Everyone feels like they have to be perfect, end quote. Here's Frances Haugen, the whistleblower and former Facebook product manager before the U.S. Senate early this month. Facebook understands that if they want to continue to grow, they have to find new users. They have to make sure that the next generation is just as engaged with Instagram as the current one. And the way they'll do that is by making sure that children establish habits before they have good self-regulation. Facebook knows that its amplification algorithms Things like engagement-based ranking on Instagram can lead children from very innocuous topics like healthy recipes to anorexia promoting content over a very short period of time. Earlier in this episode, I mentioned Ed Shell, a young woman and an environmental activist. Here she is speaking at the launch of Plan International's report on how misinformation and disinformation hurt girls.
1: Growing up, I was taught to believe that um information posted online are automatically considered facts. Naalala ko a friend from a friend from church shared something online about women and religion. Her post says that women fulfill the roles of servants of the faith by being a loyal servant to their husbands. Her post continued saying that according to scripture, women should be at home cleaning, um cooking, and child wearing.
0: She adds,
1: I was once told that it is dangerous and risky to join Trainings, workshops, and use my voice to influence and uphold my rights in advocacies. They said that it is a form of opposition and rebellion to authorities. As a girl leader and an environmental activist, nakakatakot, nakakatakot na kakatawot, na kakatawot na ito ng hindi maganda sa akin at sa at akin at bukasia sa loob ng akin makatulong.
0: The things Ed Shell has been told are just some of the examples of how harmful ideas, norms, and stereotypes are reinforced by misinformation and disinformation online. Again, here's Mona Mariano, the gender specialist of Plan International in the Philippines.
1: Girls are watching as women leaders are targeted with malicious rumors and conspiracy theories designed to attack their credibility and shame them into silence
0: damages girls' leadership ambitions and confidence towards advocating for their issues. Vice President Lenny Robredo is no stranger to this. In a speech at the launch of Plan International's report, she recalled,
1: Some said I was better off at home because I was a woman. Others said I was incapable of the job at hand because I was just my husband's widow.
0: We have a long way to go. And that was today's episode of Teca, Teca. Again, I'm Tresha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Preshka Pistrano. Follow Teca, Teca and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen.